0: It's um, welcome to Conversations, you guys. This is Up in Abouama. We're back again. I honestly don't know what episode this is. Um, but I'm super excited yes, because... Yes, yes. Oh, actually, you know what? The last episode, we talked to Rhea Boss, who's an amazing musician. And now we're talking to another amazing musician, Amare. Hey. Um, Amare, I, like, found you... I think via Instagram, maybe?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, feel like it was yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I probably, I like,
0: you so. you on a playlist or something. Like, yeah. I was like, yo, she's popping. But also, my brother had sent me your music. Oh, okay. Like, different people, like, I always, like, I'm really trash with responding to people sometimes when they send me music. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, but someone else sent me your music, too, and they're like, oh, I feel like you would like your music. Hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. And then I was like, okay, I'm in Ghana, and then the refinery, all mm-hmm, that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, honestly, I'm a big fan of your music and your mm-hmm. sound, and just i feel like since being in ghana i like consistent people Mm -mm. and you're quite consistent
1: (laughs) consistent like what says in the sense sense
0: of just like how you move around it's Mm -hmm. not like i mean you'll meet i think sometimes in ghana you'll meet um musicians or different people that may have i don't know like clout, not clout, mm. but like, you know, like movement and they'll act a certain way to you one time and then they'll act a different way and, no, then act, right. and I'm like, nigga, you were in my house or like, <laughs> I took photos, of like, you know, those types yeah, of things that yeah, I'm like, yeah. why are you being so weird? Yeah. But I feel like you're consistent. Oh, thank you. I so that. I really enjoy that. If you don't know Amore, you might know the song Fluid, so that is her, like, you
1: know, rapid fire. I mean, I could go on and on and on, <laughs> but, um... How are you? How are you doing today? I'm chilling, chilling. It's been a pretty chill week- weekend, actually. Had, had a good time. Had a good Easter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you stay in Accra or...? I went to Bt for, like, a day. I was supposed to stay overnight, but then they had lights out, so Ooh. we just came back. Yeah, they had lights out. There was no generator. Oh, no. Shit was hot, so okay. we were just like, nah, gee, we have to make the move back. So, yeah, so I didn't I've been home.
0: realize how big... Easter celebration was in Ghana. I'm from Kowoo. Oh, did you go? So I went to Kowoo. Oh, I see. And it was... um might I say a whole vibe?
1: Wow. Like, uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, wow. Ganyans. Also, I was like, it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. my parents... I haven't seen my parents in, like, seven months. Mm-hmm. And they came. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so, like... And they wow. always do quo and Easter. I see. Right? Isn't that a long time?
1: I know. That's a minute. That's a yeah, minute. Yeah. Wow. I was like,
0: oh, my God. I didn't... I haven't seen Na in forever. Like, Aww. I miss you. Aww. But, yeah, we went to Quobu. It was crazy. Like... It was, but it. I, I say it makes sense because I feel like as Ghanians, we love funerals, and we also love birth, and it was like the double combination. I see, I see. <laughs> Do you know, what I mean, like I Jesus see, yeah. died, and then he like it's yeah. like wow, well, that it is the combination like, you know of what like and funeral yeah. all in it's, one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I
1: feel you. Yeah, so like everybody gets gets, you know, they get yes. they get like. If you're into funerals, you get that selection. Right. If you're into is yeah. like both. To we be like honest. We like both. So because yeah. I was like, wow, you guys like people were
0: partying. Really? Like <laughs> Yo. Oh damn. Then maybe I I'm went have to, to the do do club with my parents. I see. I never thought in my life that me abra buama, abra asan would imagine. be at the club with my parents to see sakwa Wow. And then um, a matcha it came out. My, oh my. dad—I've never seen my dad so happy in his life. Really? Like lit.
1: <laughs> was he?
0: Was he like, hey, yeah, he has something to drink? I mean, he had some wine, but my parents usually don't drink, and they—I feel like we are in the mountains. So they were just out. happy, like Yo, they, they, they were, Yeah, just they. Well, like. they. We sat down, and um, they're like, "Oh, you need to pay a minimum." And my mom's like, "Pay a what?" <laughs> And I was like, we're at the club, you guys. Like, this is what happens. And she's like, whatever. What's the minimum? And I think it was like 200 or 300 cities. And my dad, like, did some calculations in his head of what it is in dollars. He's like, whatever. I'm sitting down. Let's order wine. And then I don't drink. Mm. So they're like, wait, you don't drink? I was like, no, you guys. Oh, my God. So he's brought a bottle of wine. And I danced a little bit? It was like huge, they had this huge club. Really? It's called Rock City. It's so no. nice. No. I like saw my mom see a stripper that was like very hard. Because they randomly had this pole, like it's, I was like, why is she here? Like it was like a pole dancer. Was it there was a stripper? It was like a pole dancer.
1: Like, like her so butt out. So she didn't take out. any clothes
0: off? No, she like her butt was out.
1: Her butt was out like
0: how? Like she had a thong. And a bra, yeah, like you know those little suits. <laughs> I was like going back and forth, like will they see, will they not see, will they see, will they not? So see? So was she hot? No. Uh... You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that was the thing. I was like, she's not even. Like this is not the time. Yeah.
1: It wasn't like weird. I.
0: She was like dancing to a matcha. And, <laughs> like, <what's, laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like no, this is not the time for this. And also, it was like crew at Easter, like. All, everyone's there. Like it wasn't abnormal to see my parents mm, there, mm, and it wasn't mm. abnormal to see like my mm, group. Like, mm. and then outside, everyone's just like vibing, wildin', mm. and all my on, like, both sides. So mm. it was like the president was there, girl. Mm. The president was at the club. You're joking. <laughs> I took a video because they're like no videos allowed, no videos allowed. My mom was trying to take a video, and I was like, girl, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
1: yeah The president was in Kewu this year Yo, stuff.
0: he goes to Kewu, I guess every, my, Easter, like Kewu is like, I guess, the Easter spot I My guess. dad and my mom and dad Have been going there for like three years Wow Yeah.
1: Then I need to like, go see about Cause I was, I don't know, I didn't I thought it was a hype this year So I didn't like, really bother Yeah, no, but it was like
0: uh, Stoneboy performed Sakwadet oh, oh. performed Shatawale performed
1: Hey, All these days. were the shutdown,
0: yeah. Much. I like only want Ghanaians to know because I don't want it to become a touristy spot. Because they do the you know the paragliding. Yeah. And I saw so many white people, and I was like,
1: that's what they're doing with December right now. Like it's oh just it's honestly becoming it's worse. not fun. Yeah, yeah. I wish like we would have kept that to ourselves. Because or even with that, like I feel like tourism should be regulated. Yeah, yeah, something. Something you to do.
0: Because it's like we're building not for the average Ghanaians. Um, and also, Ghanaians aren't really traveling. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, I feel like mm-hmm. the amount of energy that we're putting into um outside tourism maybe we should put into inside mm-hmm.
1: I, I complete the thing is like we don't have enough infrastructure to contain all those people that come Yeah. like the roads aren't great and they're not wide enough so it's always like traffic Yeah. And the clubs aren't big there's not enough parking like they don't think about all this stuff and I just feel like Either they cut off the visa application thing at one point and you just can't come into the country after maybe <laughs> we have... I know, for real, like, no, after it's twenty really to 50,000 people, we just cannot yeah. hold any more. I like, didn't even think about that, but I'm down for that. No, we need that. Because they do that in Bhutan. Oh really? You can't, you can't go to Bhutan without an invitation from a citizen in Bhutan, and then you have to go through the visa process. Ooh, I I yeah. kind of like that. They regular and Bhutan. I don't need, where's Bhutan? First time I'm learning it's so ne- many it's things. It's near Nepal. Okay. It's near Nepal. Yeah. Is it's, it a very small country? Yeah, it's a tiny country. Okay. Yeah, but it's 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 a very beautiful country. My roommate in college was from Bhutan. Wow. And they have such a beautiful culture. Such a beautiful culture, oh and they God. preserve like their culture. Yeah. in Yeah. Country. I, we need to do that. Yeah. We're, We're trying not. to
0: share our culture before bro, we even learn and teach bro. each other our culture. And you
1: know what, what's crazy? It's the same shit that's happening in Nigeria. Like, people are hyped up because they feel like, oh, everybody's on the African way. They're Yo. just trying to steal ideas and go back Okay, Girl, okay. Mm, I have so much to say about that. Man, I, and that's why, like, I just be quiet just watching people. Yeah. Like, we don't need to get so excited and so hype about foreigners coming, coming into, into the space. Yeah,
0: it's like, why we get hype after? Like, we care for validations of the outside than our own. Like, for me, I feel
1: like, um, what's this thing that they're calling it? The the return? The, yeah, the year of return. The year of return, <sighs> I feel like, should not have been facilitated by an outsider or should not have been promoted by I'm an outsider. I'm reading I am who, reading is, heavy. who is actually actively, like, doing promo for this thing? Like, I see promos on the internet. Everywhere. Like, of- CNN articles. And I'm just like, okay, I think
0: it's always... There's this passive honesty in Ghana where we don't want to talk about both sides of things. And it's like, yeah, this is the place to come to, obviously, in different ways. But it's like, again... What are we doing for our people? Like, what are we actually... Do? Like, you, we're building these new infrastructures that literally the average Ghanaian cannot live in. Yeah. Even, like, half of the... Like, you have to be making a certain level of money to yeah, live yeah, a certain yeah, lifestyle yeah, yeah, yeah. that continues to be portrayed. Yeah, and yeah. the people that are portraying them, too, like Naomi Campbell. Like, I... It's just...
1: It's mind-boggling. Yeah, because to be it's honest. like,
0: okay, you're portraying this lifestyle. Come to Ghana, spend all this money, do this, and then I go do charity for like three days, and I'm like helping out, and I'm Africa. Like I've been talking with my friend Ethel about it, and she just goes ham. And I'm just like been thinking about it a lot because I, it's, mm, it's just,
1: it's just fitting in so much into capitalism in this yeah, like whole yeah. other I mean, level. I think that that's exactly what's happening. And for me, I feel like. Uh, it's just, I think that West Africans, because if you realize, like, the Eastern Africans are starting to fix up, like, a little bit in terms of just having more control over their country. Yes, More control yes. over who comes in there, more control over, like, what laws are enforced. But over here, we're always so happy to, to- welcome <sighs> next man into our space without questioning their integrity or yeah. really, you know, taking time to find out who they are, what they want, and what they're about. Yeah. And I feel like... Even, like, even, like, with, like, how the, all the celebrities came out here, I feel like everybody wanted to be next to them and do stuff for them. Oh and my I'm God, like, Bro, like, why? nah, man, like, that's went, not what it's about. Why are you guys so easy to give yourselves away and to give, you know, like, your opportunities or share them? You don't know these people. Man. You really don't. You know, Ghanaians are not protective over the country and the space, and I think sooner rather than later, we're going to see, you know, this whole hype, this buzz is going to die down, and then the real question is, like, what's next? Where do we go from yeah. here? And by then, you know, the co- the current um, institutions that are the powers that be would have served their terms and made their money, and gone to wherever they which is like always happens and they leave you once again stranded. But I think it's going to be more impactful and difficult this time around because of the buzz that's building around Ghana and how Ghana is being infiltrated and there's more of an export of Ghana and not enough and No, export of the idea of Ghana yes. and not actually enough culture and, you know, um, products here yeah. that can actually build the, the ecosystem. There, like, is. It's, it's like something.
0: the resources are literally here, yeah. but we're not utilizing them. Like, Absolutely. even when you think of, like, you know, obviously my stuff is in shade, but when you think of beauty, like we have all these resources where people, we export a certain amount for people to make into certain products and then we have to import those products back in. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, what? And then we, you know, like when I talked, like especially when we were doing all the, the refinery stuff, like, Everyone was talking about how Shay, they didn't like it. Mm -hmm. How they didn't want that, like how this, 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 or, you know, or we still grew up on these things, right? Mm -hmm. But then on some end, something came Mm. and was like, no, and then we're learning it back again. Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. all for Mm relearning. It's like all of us are relearning, but there's this sense where I, Even this weekend, I was talking to my cousin. She has this. so long, beautiful hair, and it's permed out. And she was, like, looking at my hair. She's like, oh, my goodness, like, yours is all natural. I wanted to go all natural, but my mom won't let me. Mm. I was like, wait, what? I was like, girl, that's so much money, though. You're even spending, like, even on that thing, Mm. like, sense of it. And just, like, who is making your... I just feel like we need to be more intentional on in how we move. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're quite careless.
1: Mm, I don't think I don't think that it's ever going to happen though. Or not anything. Really? Yeah. I Sorry. think it can. I mean okay. I wanna I wanna give hope.
0: Like not optimistic, but okay. the reason why I say I think it can in the sense, maybe not it's maybe it's gradually, I don't know. It's, I because no. it's government, government, there's a lot of things that have to happen.
1: Yeah, and the thing is like do you trust Ghanians to be responsible enough to facilitate those processes?
0: I think if they have the experiences and they have the access that we have, we could. Because we're Ghanians too. Like, we've had different experiences mm-hmm. in access. And I think it's how, like, generationally... Like, how people receive access. Mm. Like, right now, at the state of exactly where everything is at, mm. it's very hard to see that. Because mm. even when you look at education here, mm. what people are being learned, like, it's so, you know, um, what's the word?
1: Everything is, like, backwards and Yeah, it.
0: systematic. It, but mm. then, again, it's, like, in the States, it's very systematic and different mm-hmm. things where I'm like, mm-hmm. will we ever, mm-hmm. like, will niggas mm-hmm. ever actually, like, be free? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, globally. No. <laughs> Do you think so?
1: Oh, my no. God, No, no.
0: Do you think we have to, like, literally create... Well, that's the thing. When people are like, we need to create our own land. I'm like, nigga, we're in Ghana! like, what the fuck? No,
1: uh, Like,
0: what has to happen? Does everyone just need to, like, all of... I don't know.
1: I mean, I feel like the idea of it is nice. Yeah. But it's not actually going to happen. Like, there's too many years of, like, you know, what is it, systemic or systematic, whatever, oppression. And just so many, like doctrines that we've imbibed that were some some people the majority of the people are not even ready to give up those oh my god i know so you know the enlightened or those that have access i think are still doing the work but then to educate the majority and it's just it's a lot it's a lot and when you think about also um like the 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 powers like the united states china Mm -hmm. um what, what's, what are the other powers? Like UK, the UN, the, U, the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. They gain the so much. Exactly. They gain <laughs> so much from our peril. Yes. They will be damned. I know. They, they, they literally see, kill us. Yeah, no, but they will be damned if they are to like see blacks set themselves free. Like, that's never going to happen. Not on their watch. Think, are you guys joking? Like, I've personally accepted my fate.
0: But it, what, what do you think your fate is?
1: Is that, like, I can try and I can, you know, gain as much access as possible and start to educate and mm. better and free others that might not have had the opportunity but to say like a All worldwide of us. Yeah. it's not going to happen.
0: I don't know if it'll happen in my lifetime. I don't think so. Uh-huh. I don't I don't mm, think so. I don't think
1: it's going to happen in the next lifetime and a lifetime after that.
0: I hope though. So. Because as much as we see this world as so old mm-hmm. like there's so much we don't know yeah, where true. like you know what I mean because like I'm sure you know, and again, I always say this on every episode niggas is gender fluid, unless I'm talking about niggas. You know what I mean? You'll know in the notation. But I'm just talking about, like, I feel like if we go back, you know, like, I wonder, BC time, what niggas were saying back then versus now. Like, <laughs> you know, because it's like this world is, yes, it's, we're so old, but we're also like, Ghana, we just got our independence 50 years ago. Mm, mm, like, mm. what was happening pre-colonization? We don't talk about that history do fully. we have that
1: history? We do. Where?
0: Girl, that history is through family. That history is written in different areas. I mean, I think people have to find it. Do mm-hmm. we you know, know how, how to access to... it? I think we do, in different ways. I think people are. So I know in the sense of, like, um, I know there's a group, First Creatives. They are... I don't know if I'm going to speak on them, but I am. First Uh Cream is an amazing production company Mm -hmm. in Ghana where they are literally recreating stories of the past, of Ghanaian culture, like, doing the actual research Mm. and all of that Mm -hmm. to, like, actually show these stories. Like, even from Ya Santua, Mm -hmm. like, the actual stories of who this woman was, Mm -hmm. everything. And it's there, Mm -hmm. because it's like, there's so much culture Mm -hmm. in Ghana in general. The thing is, it's according to. So -hmm. it's like, who are we hearing it from? Who are we going to? Mm -hmm. People are, like, we've been, we're not, I don't think that we're stupid people. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think at the end of the day we were inherently a sense of intelligence, mm. of being able to survive. Mm. Now, I feel like that has we sometimes look at people for a way to survive. Mm-hmm. We sometimes look at things. But I think mm-hmm. initially, the culture and the history mm-hmm. and the bulk of what Ghana was, mm-hmm. even not even just Ghana, like Ghana is such the name, but like the area in which we live in mm-hmm. and the things mm-hmm. that were there, that is there. That is pre-colonization. Mm-hmm. I feel like that history is there and people are researching mm-hmm. it. I think it's how we talk about it, how we showcase it, who is learning about it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you know that there was... You were connected pre-colonization and you knew what people were doing then. I feel like that's a sense of inspiration that mm. can make you think of what you can do now,
1: you know? No, nah, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I just, for me, I feel like <clears throat> um, even the, 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 the way that we are told to seek our history... Yes, that's like you have to start from the source. Yeah, like I, I went to I went to elementary school first in Ghana and then in the States. Okay, and there was a very fundamental difference between how we learned about our history and how we they learned about their how history. How was the, What
0: was the big difference? The
1: big difference was Nash, Nash, nation comes first for Americans. Yes, and so everything that they do from when they are born, they're imbibed with you serve your country first. You have to learn about your country first. You know, they learn yeah. about the roots of how America was built from, like,
0: from kindergarten. Yes, but can I say, mm-hmm. instead of, I would disagree, I agree mm, in yeah. everything you're saying, I would just say to input that whiteness comes first. It wasn't even nation comes first, really. It's yeah. just, like, the basic of whiteness and, like, the sense of, Agreed. Like, lo- like, dishonest ways of truth. Agreed. Um...
1: Yeah. Dishonest ways of truth to you. Yes. But like raising or, kids and teaching them that history, that's what they know and what they believe. No, and what it, they Oh, yeah. Told, it's you know so problematic. Mean? No, absolutely. But, but it was nation for it was still a sense
0: of like we are America. We're teaching this history that you come from. You feel absolutely. a sense of connection. And that's why it's so... I think it's so hard for black people to unlearn certain things because like you're like yeah this was me yeah we got free and like I don't want to hear all the other shit that continues you know what I mean
1: and that's not really that's like even um, the slave trade is not the essence of true Black history. No, not like at people, all. People, like the Mayans and the Egyptians and the mathematicians and the architects and the yes. the, the artisans. Yeah. Um, also the the practitioners, mm-hmm. the, the, like the herbs, the medicines, yes. all of that. You know. And that's that not being taught. That is that is actually our true culture, of and we don't know that. Like we don't. black people are born to understand their surroundings and Mm. as a result build and learn and expand. Right? But what we have now, what we have allowed to happen to us or what has happened to us I mean not It's such a tricky thing. Yeah,
0: what has happened in the past to us, like in general, and now, and continue the systems that've been created, all that, everything is
1: that they realize our strengths and just turn them against us. So now, black people don't build for themselves; they build and they, they, they create for others. Yeah. Think and, about it, and then it. it's hard, and then you know what happens. And obviously,
0: we're not generalizing up, but we're saying, like, in the sense mm-hmm. of what is going on. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is what's so crazy is that when black people start to build for themselves, it's questioned.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's and it's questioned. questioned not only by whites, but no, it's too. By black people.
0: Like, yeah. how many people <laughs> have came up to me about Hana Hana? Like, <laughs> so, um, you know, how do you feel though about, like, is it just for black women? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, we literally say to you guys, when we make our products, we think of black women first. Right, right, Because right. I need the products, right. and I need it for myself. Right. And lucky for me, I'm a black woman. Right, right. So I'm going to continue to think about that. Right. Anyone can use my I will take white people's money.
1: Right, right. I say that
0: so yes, please. The product is for everyone. Right. But who you will see represented is who yeah, you're making yeah, it for and yeah. thinking about right, right away. Right. Lucky for you, that doesn't mean the same thing as when white people are making things. <laughs> right, right. White people intentionally make things for white people and not think about us at all. I'm telling Do you, you know I'm making
1: things for black people. What blew my mind and what? I was telling like my friend about it. Yeah. Um I saw on Twitter this man had a band-aid yes, that matched his skin color. For the and first time! Yo, I, I, like, um, Ellie is, like, in medical shit, so yeah. I was like, I was like, <laughs> have you ever seen those before? Like, is that possible? Girl. And she was like, yeah, they've been around, and I'm like, it's weird, I've never seen that. And it was, like, the tiniest thing, but it was so touching to me, <laughs> and then I realized even like the simplest thing as a band-aid
0: what is a band-aid supposed to do it's supposed to look like your skin and yet it's still like it's so and it's like wow you guys get upset because i literally continue to have black women on the pictures and showcase stories about it but y'all niggas ain't upset about a
1: band-aid yeah it doesn't even look like your skin no no but clear shit everything they don't they don't uh, it's not because it's not it's imbibed in you yeah. when you grow up and like you get cuts and bruises and scrapes at school you have the the cream I didn't even know there were band-aids but I didn't know <laughs> that band-aids were meant for skin color really until, until that moment I was like really on really so they actually make band aids for whites and they yes, use it on blacks yes. this entire time. Yeah. And then they're
0: like, okay, you know what? Let's not make it your skin color. Let's just make it invisible.
1: But do you understand how much of even like a tiny sort of, um, what's the word for it? Like when. Uh, like when, mindset or? No, like when you. Uh, subconscious. Okay, yes, like yes. How yes. tiny that, that little thing is. And those are like little, little yes, micro Yes, but it's like. Ev- yes. That have built.
0: It's like microaggressions. Yeah. We could go on and on. Yeah. We so, haven't even got to the topic.
1: I'm yeah, I know. So I mean like oh yeah, wow. Well, we're supposed to take a topic, I know right? We're and to we're make- like talking about something else.
0: But still, but yeah. no, I didn't want to stop it because I think this is important. And also I felt like Amare, when you were coming in, I was like, this is gonna be a long one. Mm-hmm. I just knew because I feel like the last time when we did this photo yeah. shoot, the conversations we had, I was like, Oh my Yes, like you are a very honest person, mm-hmm. and you're not afraid to say what you have to say mm-hmm. and i've seen that in your interviews mm-hmm. i've seen that in how you talk, and I was like, I feel like this is going to be great i don't want to cut things off just because of a structure. Mm-hmm. We'll Whatever. follow the structure Whatever. but no you're right you're right Absolutely. it's mm, it's a lot of a, it's a lot, and you know what's crazy is i've been more questioned about My choice. I don't even say loyalty to black women. My choice to continue to represent black women by black men and Ghanaian men, and then they try to challenge me. And girl, I don't know how many men that I've had these like little rich boys that own businesses here that will come and talk with me in my like, and then they'll try to like challenge me as with my business from um, why am I raising this much money? Oh, it's too much money, or like why? Women, you're representing da 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 da, and every time I'm very calm and I just, because I, I know I'm right. Like it's not, it's not even like a thing of like, oh my god, I'm shivering in my boots because I'm literally looking at you. Like I have patience right now to explain to you mm. why you're challenging <laughs> and things make no sense because. Mm. I would never challenge you about your music mm. and how you make it and why, mm. are you sure you should do this? Because mm. you're a musician, you've mm. studied that, mm. you made the conscious, you've made all the choices to be what you're doing and put in that work ethic mm. and you show me that. Mm. And. When I tell you this is my business and da 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 da, and you question me like, "Oh, so did you know that you can go to Bay to like get Shay?" I'm like, "Wait a minute! Uh, No, I I never knew." Let us, let us start. Oh my god! Like, and you know what happens every time after? I get an email or I get a text message that's like, you know, I just, it's, ah, I, I want to apologize if I came, you're so intelligent and da-da-da-da-da, and you know, I, I, and it's happened to multiple, and I know they'll listen to this too, because I don't give a fuck, because it's like, and I always go back, like, some guy was like, this is just how I, I am as a person, I just like to challenge people, and I'm like, so you like to argue about dumb shit and be proven wrong? Like- Let us not
1: start oh. about just- ghanian men and Girl. i think first of all their trepidation when it comes to intelligent women that's one that's the first and then the second like women that i think are able to think for themselves and do for themselves yeah i think that is their biggest pet peeve in the world not being needed or not Having their opinions or thoughts regarded. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like they're them needed in the way they feel like they should be needed. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, nigga, I need you in other ways. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, Like, <laughs> we, you know, like don't know. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's like you know, that's a whole other story like, for the other day. Okay, girl, I like, need to it, but it's use just, the bathroom. Okay, so I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna, do gonna do pass it to Ellie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You guys are just. I'm just chill and relax, Ellie, <laughs> that's just a little snippet from Ellie. Um. <laughs> right,
1: above,
0: so, uh, let's so let's okay, let's actually get started with yeah, topic, yeah, yeah, yeah. topic, topic of discussion. Yeah, yeah. Topic of discussion. <laughs> topic of discussion. <laughs> topic of discussion is my favorite because we don't know what you're gonna pull and i honestly forget what's in here too okay. so okay. let's see
1: yeah all right let's see okay mm-hmm. family and making life decisions Ooh.
0: okay okay we're gonna give ourselves 15 minutes on the clock mm-hmm. um okay well i mean i guess the first is like you're a Ghanaian female artist who is just Openly making like sexy ass music I mean I've met your family mm-hmm. But can you talk a bit about your family mm-hmm. and your decisions Like with yeah. how you move
1: So um, I uh, I have a brother mm-hmm. I have a mom and a dad obviously <laughs> But um, I grew up mainly with my mom and my brother Okay. So my mom is quite a liberal parent I think she was very like Surprisingly, sort of just allowed me and my brother to do what we wanted to do creatively. Yeah. And was never um, was never oppressive in terms of, like, clothing choice. Okay. Or, like, yeah, I was allowed to be open and expressive at all times. Um, and I've always shown an interest in art. And um, even, like, I find out as um an artist um that my mom like she drew as well like she liked to draw oh my god i yeah. love that she she's she was really good actually and then also i see a lot of herself as a creative coming through in the interior decorating and in art. i home. was literally i was like <laughs> when i walked into your home i
0: was like this is so detailed out so yeah, beautifully yeah, yeah, yeah i love i love seeing like learning about even in my mom's like like, seeing her creative energy Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm, different mm -hmm, ways mm -hmm, come mm -hmm. out, Mm -hmm. I, like, I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to figure hers out a bit more, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I see, actually, no, I see hers in cooking, Mm -hmm. and, like, she's just such an amazing cook, Mm -hmm. like, not in the sense of, like, woman, you need to be in the kitchen Mm -hmm, cook, but, like, yeah, enjoys Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. and has, like, it's just been passed down, Mm -hmm, and it's so important mm -hmm, to her, mm
1: -hmm, but,
0: mm -hmm. oh, my goodness, so do you feel, like, with you and your, when did you make the decision, I guess... Music for you to
1: be an artist of oh, it's probably like seventeen, okay, yeah, I, when I turned seventeen, I started interning at a studio and I loved like I loved it like the so in exchange for interning they would let us like cut demos at like a like a reduced price nice. so I cut my first demo out there and it was like it was dope um, I got and I I distributed it through schools like so like yes, my school oh my God. which has gone international school TIS Roman Ridge SOS like people that I knew and just yeah. passed it on and, yeah, that was when I knew that this was what I wanted to do, and I was always adamant about it. Like, I really pushed for that. Yeah. Because when my mom first heard that I was going to studio, she was like, yeah, it's not a problem. You're not doing that. That, that was, I think, like, like... the first. She was like, nah, <laughs> Of course, I get it. And I was like, okay, how about this? I'll take my brother with me to every session. Nice. I'll pick a studio in a nice area that you're comfortable with. You come check it out and how you feel about it. So I was lucky... My dad's friend um, owned a studio. Okay. And um, his son was friends with my cousin as well. So I was like, all right, let me pick this studio so that I can just chill and, like, do the music. So my mom came and she was like, oh, I know him. Like, all right, fine. You know, I'm That's cool. Okay. with you going into the studio. <laughs> so that was, like, sort of, like, the birth of it all. And I did music. I developed from 17 all the way through my college years. Like, I DJed. Yes. I, I worked as a sound engineer in studios. I have my own home studio in my apartment in college. And I just kept working and working and working and, you know, developing that. It took my dad maybe just three months ago, two months ago. Oh, really? To to be be on it? And you know what, like, he
0: he was like... (laughs) How did he say it? Was it like the, was it what you were waiting for? Or was it like,
1: you know what? Good. (laughs) No, what happened was, Mm -hmm. I think a family member was sending him stuff that I was doing. So I dropped a music video. Um, I was in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. I was on BBC. And he was like, oh, oh, So you're not like one You don't want to be One of these local artists Like Mm -hmm. you're trying to do Some international shit And I was like bro I've been telling you this You ain't listening No like I The first time my dad Asked me about like my music I told him I was like I have a business plan That I'm trying to like execute I have my one year plan My two year plan My five year plan And so far everything Is going according to plan Like when I was telling him About making the move to England Like I was like yeah This is what I want to do This is how I think It's going to serve me And he didn't take me seriously Until I went there did like a bunch of stuff out there Came back um, the Boiler Room Shot the documentary And I asked him If he would be in it I and saw I think, him Yeah That was I think that was like A really proud moment For him He was Yay. like Oh yeah. My child is actually Like not a joke Like Girl. you know what I mean He was like Oh shit So you do this for real And I think it was You know Like typical African Like no, I f- mindset I feel you My parents I think Just did the same Like this weekend yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah,
0: No like they believe in me But I feel like I swayed my parents In like a different way mm. I was like really On the sciencey Like I've always been a smart person mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to me um, just <laughs> <'cause>. <laughs> no but like I was like from a kid like neurosurgeon is the way to go mm-hmm. like I, I mean I got my math I was a teacher I did all those things oh. yeah cause I taught algebra and like studied psych and math and like got my, ma- like, my master's is in counseling psychology, so, but as I was doing all those things, I was doing hana hana and, like, modeling or, like, mm-hmm. all this stuff, and so they would get peaks of it, and they'll, like, just get angry, like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, and then, like, your body, like, mm-hmm. and it, that still happens, mm-hmm. but it's, like, now I think they're at this point, they're like, okay, wow, like, you do, like, they went to a talk I did at a college, mm-hmm. and they're like, wow, you got paid mm-hmm. to do that, mm-hmm. or, like, oh, wow, like, hana hana is in magazines mm-hmm. now, but it's so it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so difficult because I know they support me, but and I've had to realize that my parents are individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least for me I see in the sense of like they went on this adventure to come to a new place to make yeah. a space and they're yeah. like, Why are you making it so hard? But mm-hmm. recently me and my dad mm-hmm. were talking mm-hmm. about like moving in fear mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. how I think in the past three years, I like three years ago I decided I am no longer gonna move in fear. Mm-hmm. Like in anything that I do. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm scared of it, I will do it. Mm-hmm. Like, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just, he got it. He was like, he's like, yeah. He's like, if I didn't, if I would have moved in view, I would have never even went to the States. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, nigga, I'm trying to tell you. No. I, <laughs> like, no, I'm trying I to do. tell you. But yeah, it's like, it's, I, I really enjoy hearing and also seeing the development of young, creative mm-hmm. Africans and their parents. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does always come with stardom or success mm-hmm. in their eye until mm-hmm. they like that's the sad part I think. It's like until someone else yeah, validates yeah, yeah, yeah. it. They don't get and it. And then until they don't they get, it. get it. And I'm like, come on, G, like <laughs> validate me first. Like I want to be mm-hmm. like my mom always knew. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But
1: mm-hmm. we all yeah, have eyeways. It takes yeah, it takes time. It takes time I think. And I think for them it's more of a concern about, you know, creative careers maybe in their time didn't pay as much exactly you know they weren't seen as viable jobs you know but I think as we are developing as you know as a nation and just as individuals within like a community we start to see the importance of creatives and the importance Mm -hmm. of how they tell our stories yeah and also like how much of a valued export they can be Like James Barner being an yes. example I mean, looking at, you know All of these pictures, I'm like, wow So there was someone around that time to document. document exactly. And that is so important And it's like now, like how we have, you know Our photographers That are low-key documenting What is happening exactly, And when 20 years from now, when we we're talking about it When we're talking about, you know The whole African renaissance Which is what I think we're in the middle of right mm-hmm. now there are images to support yeah. those claims you know yeah. there are images memories that those that come after us can pull from yeah. cuz like i wouldn't i wouldn't like i wouldn't be me without magazines like vibe source double xl uh but also vogue also vanity fair also, Harper's Bazaar. You know what I mean? Ebony Essence. Like, at the peak of my youth, that was where I got my history from. Yeah. That was how I knew what was happening. But did like, you see people like you? Did you feel like you yeah, were seeing so yourselves and everything? Yeah, so is black. Yeah. No, Bi- I mean, like,
0: in, in all those, like, in everything, where there hmm. are certain things you sorted out more versus others. How do you mean? Like... I feel like the ones you named in the beginning mm-hmm. were like, yes, mm-hmm. I see that. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones, too, I see it too mm-hmm. bad. Did you see yourself reflected in Vogue?
1: No. Like when no. you were taking
0: those pizzas no. from it?
1: I think for me, for the Vogue, Vanity Fair, Harper's Bazaar, I think it was much less about who was represented, yes. but like the imagery. Yes, what that's what I was going Yeah. Like... I didn't know how much I was stimulated by visuals until I grew up, and I was like, "Oh, damn! Annie Leibovitz was a really fire photographer. Yeah. Or Patrick Demarchelier yeah. was a really fire photographer. You know, or Sally Mann. Like, yeah. I see how they informed my visual narrative and yes. my yes. visual landscape. Yeah. And it even comes down to like music videos and music yes. video directors, yes. and yes. you know, like just film directors in general. Like." Um, <clears throat> What's this? What's this? It's called American something with with Kevin Spacey. Oh um, wait, American Psycho? No, that's not it. No, American Psycho is somebody that's else. That's another uh, one. May- Be- American Beauty, I think, or something. Yes, it's called. yes, 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 yes. Like, I know, yeah, I know that one. Yes. The, the the cinematography in like you know films like that, it, you don't understand as, as a child how they're informing how you're going to look at the world mm-hmm. and how you want to see the world creatively, but they do. You know what I mean, and that's, like, yeah, that's yeah. so true. Because <laughs> yeah. my
0: favorite types of films are very docu-style films mm. or like storytelling. Like, I I don't know. I always say my favorite film is Matilda and Juice, mm. and I know they're very separate. Yeah, but that's the story—it's about the I'm super <laughs> weird. That's, that's like they're
1: that's, two on two. Different yeah, they're literally <laughs> the two different stories. <laughs> No, but Matilda is no, an amazing movie. It's an though. amazing
0: movie, and so is Juice, because the reason why it follows a certain level of a story mm-hmm. that's super personal, and it continues to showcase <sighs> whatever. Let's I should, maybe I should write a little thing between Juice mm-hmm. and Matilda, mm-hmm. but I feel like it focuses on the character involvement and their involvement with others Mm -hmm. and how it affects Mm -hmm. every time Mm -hmm. like and I know a lot of Mm -hmm. movies do that but like Mm -hmm. when you think of the girl like how she grew with her different friends Mm -hmm. how her parents Mm -hmm. how whatever yeah Miss Honey yeah Miss Honey like everyone and she's still with herself Mm -hmm. or in Juice I always forget the main character's name
1: Wait, that's the one with Tupac. Yeah, but Tupac. It, like,
0: you see how he moves in contact yeah, to every character. Yeah, 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 but the yeah. main guy, the one that's like, um Is that is that Omar Epps's character?
1: I don't remember. Yes, yes, yes. I think it was I don't Omar his Epps'. Name. Yeah.
0: I don't remember his name, but he was going one was like, You got the juice now mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. But like those type of stories literally I think about how I move in documenting artists mm-hmm. or like in the like the studio mm-hmm. sessions we do, like mm-hmm. just or talking to mm-hmm. people. I'm just really always interested in how they connect with others mm-hmm. and like how they move. With other people, Mm -hmm. how that informs themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, so many. I'm just looking, thinking now back to like the visuals that as a child I really, really enjoyed.
1: And there's a reason like they inspire you, or there's a reason certain types of storytellers or certain types of storytelling is like, you know, so influential to artists. Like for me, a lot of the times when I'm approaching visuals or even music, like I think back to the times I was happiest as a kid and yeah. what, like, music was influencing me at that time. Yeah. You know, and, like, how to recapture that energy, whether it's through visuals or through sound. And I think that being able to take that experience and then put it into something new now creates a new experience for someone who listens to you and looks at you. And, yeah. And, you know, that becomes something completely different. true. So I think true. Um, Tupac said it best. Like, he was like... He might not be the one to change the world, but he would definitely be. He might spark the mind that will. Oh yeah, you know. And I think that each of us are like that. Like we are actually individually changing the world in our own ways. But in our path, we're also leaving minds that we spark. Like yeah, you know, like you affect people negatively and positively. But those experiences are meant for them to be built in a certain way for a certain experience. That is so true for a reason. So yeah, I think. We're all changing the world. You know, yeah. as corny as it may sound, it's actually. No, but true. it's true. Yeah. You just
0: might be harmful or yeah. you might not be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you and might be the, shit
0: or you might be the shit. No, but, fine. And yeah, <laughs> No, and I think
1: that every single human being has been harmful and helpful before, yes. you know? Um, I think another really like interesting a fad Or you know Thing that's going on Is everybody talking about The energy And the energy And um <laughs> And bad energy Stay far away I say that up, all the time Which is Which is true <laughs> Which is fair But like Bad energy Honestly is so contextual It's not even funny And it's so subjective Yes Because people are Like people are Judging bad energy based on what they know and their experiences. Of course. And people that they might connect to yep. might not be who you connect to. So you might see a certain, like, group of people and you'd be like, no, nah, I don't fuck with them. They have bad energy. But to them, they have good energy. Yeah. And you might have stinky energy yeah. to them, too, you know? Um, but, I, I think... mean, I definitely do think there's certain people that no, have no, absolutely. shitty energy. No, absolutely. And they absolutely. should stay far away. Uh, uh, that's that's <laughs> absolutely true. That's absolutely true. But I think, like, I've always been wary of the argument of energy because... Yeah. I think you know like certain people repel others certain people attract others and everything happens for a A reason reason. it really does everything happens and i've I've really had to learn that
0: because sometimes i'm like i'll be in situations i mean we've talked a lot but like in the sense of like if someone does something to me or i'm like how did i not see this Mm -hmm. like what the like, you know, and I'll like get on hard on myself, but I'm like, no, most of the time, every time something negative or an experience that's maybe even traumatic happens, that's not not traumatic, I won't say traumatic. An experience that happens where I'm like, oh my God, like I'm really shaken up by it. Mm-hmm. I'm always learning to, like, I should have followed my institution. Mm. Like, my my, my intuition. Yeah, my intuition. Intuition, there we go. Intuition, like, especially with people. Mm. Like, in that sense, when we're talking about, like, energies and people, Mm. it's like, every time it's like something else, like, shitty happens, I'm like, ugh, girl, you should have just followed it. It's like, it's in you. It was right there, but you just didn't. So I feel like it's always that lesson.
1: Yeah, I think I was, um... I was thinking the other day, like, I have this thing, right, where my my legs and my arms, like, they get these arthritic pains okay. whenever it's about to rain or there's, like, an overcast, right? And my mom has it and my grandma has it. What? And I was, we were talking about this, right? And I was talking to Ellie about it and I was saying, I think that our bodies know more about us and yes. more about, like our surroundings yes. that we give them credit for. Oh, yes. Because I found it, sh- like, literally, it only happens when it's re- about to rain really? or when it's, like, overcast weather. I'm not joking. And I was like, my body doesn't have eyes. Like, how does it know? Like, what is... It- so, feet, yeah. That means we have, like, outside of our minds, our bodies sense things.
0: Literally- Yo, like, it's crazy because there's been moments in which, like, I feel like in Ghana, I've really learned about my body and myself mm-hmm. and, like, really to like... Trusts my body like Mm. there's been situations when I'm with people that like I am burning Mm. Like literally Mm. like hot Mm. and like I feel my heart like, Mm. And I'm like oh my god, this is so much like I Don't like and you might think it's good at one point or you might not but I'm like no (laughs) This is not like I feel like this is like my body literally being like No girl. This is like I should not be feeling this or like when I am over like, I don't know, just, like, when I, like, when we get, literally get stress sick, mm-hmm. like, how our body is telling us and we don't listen to mm-hmm. our body, or, like, when we do something and it's, like, a shitty time. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time when I'm, like, I used to be the person that would go out all the time. If someone asked me, I'm, like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Just because I'm, like, why not? But most of the time I never wanted to go, because I'm, like, mm-hmm. I don't even think it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in Chicago, I'm, like, oh, I feel like the ratio of white people to black people is gonna not be something conducive mm-hmm. to my... Lifestyle, and I would go, and then I'd be pissed and like waste money, <laughs> and then I feel like there's. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna start listening,
1: yeah, to like my
0: boobs and like my, my chest. No, so i like, like, if it's when someone asks me like, I like say the name, and I just, uh, no, I feel like really? my boobs, like, no, bitch, don't go. Yo, the ratio is
1: off. Real <laughs> shit, real <laughs> shit. Like, I haven't, I haven't been out. In like two months Right And that's just Because I was like Never moved to go out But for some reason Like on Sunday I was like I really want to go out today Like I just want to go out You know And I wasn't expecting To have a good time Or anything But I just felt like I need to go out and I, had a, I went out and I had the best time. Yes. Like, linked up with some friends from high school. Like, they just randomly showed up. They came to our table. Like, we just had a great time. And I was like, oh, man, I'm really happy that I did that, you know? But I might not go out again for another two months. <laughs> but I feel like when the time is right yes. and conducive. It'll happen. My I will know. Like, I Your will body will know. know. Yeah. Like, I think human beings would save themselves a lot of stress if they just listened. To themselves. Yeah, like, honestly, listen to your heart. Uh, listen to your vagina. Yes, like, listen to your Girl, j- to your body. Let me, you know, like but, say,
0: listen to your. Literally, you need to listen to your body. I, cause I go by when it comes to men or like dating or any of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I now have the holy trinity rule uh, for myself, okay, okay. which is sure. my body, uh. heart, and mind. Mm-hmm like it's not like I'm trying to marry you it's just like all those three things need to be like your dick can get inside me Mm -hmm. or like your mouth can get close to my pussy Mm -hmm. like anything like literally like when it comes physical and because I had realized at a time in my period I would let one thing be like, okay, like, and my heart is like, bitch, you know you're an anxious asshole. Like, this is not going to be fun for you. And I just wouldn't listen to it. Because like, you know what I mean? And I've recently, like, I, like, went on a date and I was like, mm, the Holy Trinity is saying no yeah, to all of us. So <laughs> that means I will say no yeah. to all of it. Yeah. Like, we just, I feel like as women especially, our room and, like, we just have so much power, and um, and really listening to like our guts, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. That's like just mm-hmm. really listening. And mm-hmm. men, too. I mean, I don't know much about men and their... Pa- but they
1: do. They should listen to I something. Don't think, I don't know. They're not. I don't think they're evolved enough. Do that.
0: Okay. So. We're back. We finished topic of discussion. Yeah. Um, and now we're at three questions. So not one, not two, but three questions. <laughs> I really hope these niggas don't lie. A, you
1: get to start off the energy <laughs> okay, cool. of the three questions. All right, no problem. All right, so my first question to you is um, what has been your most interesting challenge as a human being? Okay. And once you've grown or overcome that challenge, how has that informed the way that you live your life moving forward? Okay. So I actually know this. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I feel like my biggest challenge has to do with people's levels of honesty, mm-hmm. like the reaction to it, their action to it. Um. And I'm not just speaking on like people lying, like, like it's just about how we communicate. Mm-hmm. Like, like dishonest communication, mm-hmm. I think, has been it's like a thing that causes me anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. and it connects to time. It connects to like, just like movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I feel like I've also been like, there's an, also on the opposite side of the expectation mm-hmm. for a level of honesty. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel comfortable, um, and so, but I think though. I've learned that for someone to be honest with me, they literally need to be honest with themselves. And a lot of people are not honest with themselves. Never. So I can't have the expectation for honesty mm-hmm. just because I have decided to mm-hmm. like learn and be honest with myself to mm-hmm. then be honest with you mm-hmm. in how I move. Mm-hmm. I can't have that expectation for other people. Mm-hmm. And I think once I realized that, it has really, it's still so, like, you know, still triggering uh, but like when you know people like cause it's just like when people are dishonest I'm like you're being dishonest like this is what it is like that's fine like just call it what it is like why can't you know what I mean um yeah so I've just had to realize that and when I I think it's really helped me out in how I move um yeah, I feel like I move a bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, why should I be holding expectations on people that don't even know I'm holding those expectations right, on them? Right. Um, or can't? Me, why am I giving people expectations to uphold? Yeah. And I've learned that so much. Like, there's so many lessons that have taught me that. And mm-hmm. I think I'm at a point finally in my life that like, okay, you have to take some. Like, you let's be honest with you. Like, what is the issue? Mm-hmm. Like with things, and why mm-hmm. is this a challenge? An invasion of space <laughs> yeah. and i feel like that's a dishonest it like kind of like it goes you know what i mean like in so many ways if you trust someone and they like they disrespect you in a way that you're like that is dishonest and how you're supposed to move like and just yeah in so many ways like it's not just like a verbal level of dishonesty it's like you know so why are you even like i don't know i can, can go off but yeah yeah that's a good question um okay uh, I should have been thinking <laughs> of you I know okay I have okay well what what could you not what could you what do you what would you what would you change like, one interaction that you would want to change up that maybe you had with someone. Is there, like,
1: an interaction where you're like, I wonder how, if I changed it, what would happen? What would be the trickle effect? Okay. So I don't think it can boil down to one interaction. Okay. I think it is, for me, and the way that I, inter- I respond to certain things, I think if there's anything that I could change, I would learn to have been more in control of my emotions at certain points.
0: Okay.
1: I think that you never, you always have to keep people or certain people guessing. Yeah. Or not totally aware of how you feel and what you're thinking. Yes. Because, you know, a very discerning person can use that as ammo. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's learning to keep my emotions in check. And even if I dislike someone, like just being able to smile and tolerate them, whether it's for a reason or whether it's because it's work or whatever the case may be, I think that learning how to deal with everybody on a very even keel and just not so hard yeah it is extremely (laughs) difficult i just like got hot Um, thinking about it it's extremely difficult but i think (laughs) like laying back right now like oh my god (laughs) it's one thing that if you can master yeah yo it keeps you like miles ahead because nobody can really figure out how you feel or what you think like you always keep them in limbo so i think that that's i think that's one thing that i'm definitely that's yeah. one thing I would change about past interactions just keeping things on a very yeah. medium you know. that's well,
0: yeah difficult. that's difficult but it, it's something to work on and you have to in the industries we work into oh, yeah. you really do that's, I know my next question now but it's your
1: turn <laughs> okay um, uh, top three life experiences and how each experience shaped you.
0: Okay, okay. One, um, not number one, but one Mm. life experience. Um, Going to nationals. Mm. I was an All-American in college. What's
1: that?
0: um, So that means I went to national... Actually, no. Yeah. That means I, like... When you go to college, if you run track or do whatever, there's this, like, all the best people come and compete, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. in the nation together. Mm-hmm, so I was, like, one oh, of those run people. Oh, you track? Yeah, I was okay, a track you person. You for it, okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Been doing these spots for a minute. <laughs> um, but, um, so I was a high jumper. Mm-hmm. But actually, I'm going to go back. It's not even that. Yeah, maybe it was, but I went to nationals a lot. But my first time going to the state championship, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um... As a senior, I, I got number two in the state. Mm-hmm. That feeling, I like. That feeling is something that was the first spark of like a level of confidence mm-hmm. where I was like, "Yo, I know I've been the shit. Like, I know I've been good." And this was in high school, like. But sometimes I don't allow myself to get to that point, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just like when you're a high jumper it's only you it's mental Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's you and the fucking pool and you Mm -hmm. run and you jump over it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like and sometimes you know the height you know what it Mm But you get in your head. It's, like, Mm -hmm. literally the most mental, like, it's Mm -hmm. such a mental sport. Mm -hmm. Because you can jump something, like, in practice every time. But then it's, like, everyone is looking at you Mm -hmm. You at this whole stadium, this whole thing. And I think it was just so amazing because that day, not only did I get second place, but I got better. Mm -hmm. Like, I got a better height. Mm -hmm. I jumped a height that I got in practice, Mm -hmm. and I jumped a height more Mm -hmm. in front of that whole level of crowd. Mm -hmm. So I think it wasn't about, like, it was about this thing of being able to do not only, like, amazing, mm-hmm. but do better than you did before, mm-hmm. still with eyes on you. And mm-hmm. as an anxious kid, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like an inward anxious person where people didn't see it as, mm-hmm. but like me, I was like, bitch, this is so difficult, because <laughs> everyone thinks you're not like this. <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, yay, you you did good. Like, it, like wow. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Um, and that a moment... Top three. Top three. Okay, so that's definitely one. Oh, my God. This is very difficult. <laughs> that was the easy one. That's always been one of those moments where I'm like, wow. Um, there's been so many things. Okay. I think there is, okay. Another moment has been a picture. Like, I took these photos with my friend. This is, like, one of my best friends now, Dion Ivory. Mm-hmm. She's, like, a really amazing photographer. Mm-hmm. And when we met, we would take... Like, she was the f- first person to shoot me. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, Nubian skin. Mm-hmm. Like, the little underwear thingy. That's, like, your skin, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it just was vibing from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I remember that we were supposed to do this shoot for this. Like, we just... Like, people will hit her up, and then I'll be your muse for it. And we, like, work it together um, for different brands. And so... She took the photos. Um, and then it's so funny because going there, I was like, this was only in the beginning of our friendship really still, and I was just like still filling her out. She's so flaky, she knows she is. Like, I love you, Dion. But like bitch. <laughs> like it, it was like those, and I'm such like a type of mm-hmm. person. So this was in the beginning, and I was like, oh my gosh, am I really bad? Like, this is this girl like she's so dope, but like, is, is this like friendship, friendship, you know what I mean? And so we took those photos, right? But then after, I just had, like, a couple. She just was like, oh, no, let me take some more photos. And I remember I had biked all the way to Pilsen. Mm -hmm. It's like a 45-minute bike ride. I was, like, sweating. Like, I don't wear makeup, but I was like, I look like trash right now. And I do not know why you want to take these photos. These photos that she printed of me are my most favorite photos because Mm -hmm. I was my whole self, and it gave me this... Looking mm-hmm. at these photos and seeing the work that we did together mm-hmm. gave me another sense of level of like confidence mm-hmm. and a sense of me just like, you're being raw, you're mm-hmm. just being your natural mm-hmm. self. Mm-hmm. Like, I think those are the moments when I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm being my whole self. Like, I can just be my whole self mm-hmm. and it will be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I can do what I want to do and it will be okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that moment is definitely a top moment. It's not about the act, it's just like the feeling that I had through it. Mm-hmm. And I think the recent one I would have to say my last one is holding the healthcare day Mm. in Katarga. Mm. Like with the women because it was like I said I wanted to do this. Mm. I like there's a lot of things that I've been saying. I've been writing it down, like manifesting it or like literally like writing it like this is what I want to happen or thank you God for letting this happen. Like Mm. I'm gonna work towards this and like that are literally happening. And it's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. oh my god. Like, sometimes you're like, wow. Mm -hmm. But that one, it was like, it just made so much sense. Mm -hmm. You know when something makes so much sense, you're like, you can do this, Mm -hmm. but no one has done it? Mm -hmm. And you're Mm -hmm. like, why? Like, how? Yeah. Like, we can literally hold a healthcare day for 100 women. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I can, we can do, like, we can pay for that. Like, mm-hmm. we can get, I might not have the money physically within mm-hmm. me, but I know how to, like, finesse yeah. and put things together, yeah. and we can create this. Yeah. And, like, work with them, and, like, have it be, like, not a charity shit, but, like, oh, we're working together mm-hmm. to provide this because this is what you want. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it, and I don't need to, like, reach out for help from different people mm-hmm. in the sense mm-hmm. of, like, go to my, like, I don't know. It's just, like, this thing, like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then it happened and like seeing those women and the reaction yeah. and everything, it was like, oh my God, finally, like for myself, it's like, okay, I didn't just do my masters for some, like, you know, because we were like, why aren't you like you're a whole therapist or you're a whole mm-hmm. teacher, or like, mm-hmm. it was like, yo, I told you guys I know I've been building these blocks purposely mm-hmm. to be able to mm-hmm. do more than just beauty. Mm-hmm. It's about mm-hmm. like within and everything mm-hmm. that you do. Mm-hmm. And like I can right. connect all the things I've done yes, to this right, moment. Right. So I think it was another moment where I was like, wow, like you were yourself mm-hmm. in this. You didn't do anything shitty to get mm-hmm. to this place. Mm-hmm. Like you like you moved in an honest way. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so I think it's those, like those types of moments that mm-hmm. are my favorites so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. The music industry in Ghana mm-hmm. is fucking wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, in the perspective of a woman. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about even systems. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the daily interactions. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's really good people. Mm-hmm. And there's also just, like, space invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I've just realized that in the past, like, what? Three months mm-hmm. of being more involved in, mm-hmm. like, just photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think people understand how simple some things of disrespect mm-hmm. is just given. And so I just want you, is there, like, I don't know, is there a story? Not a story, but, like, what do you, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. It can be a story, but what's a moment, like, a moment where you're like, yeah, girl, and this shit is when I realize, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know.
1: I mean, like, there are moments on moments on moments on moments on moments on moments girls. <laughs> <sighs> uh, uh. Hmm. it's yeah i think that for me right because i can't really speak for other women because i think that my experience is actually extremely different yes but i was very self-aware the moment that i decided that i was going to do this so i always took protective measures yeah like if i was going to the studio i was going with either my brother or classmates that were also in music that were males Mm -hmm. right so I would go and meet an engineer but it wouldn't be me by by myself yeah it's I always have men around Mm -hmm. protecting me and making sure that you know nobody says some dumb shit because what I've realized in this space and it's just I think in Ghana in general like men respect men and they don't respect women yeah so they won't be as Forward with you yeah. when there is another man. Man, yes, in their that presence. is so true. They, yeah, they'll not still out say of some. For you, no, but, but out of respect. of respect for the man. Girl,
0: I feel and yes, mm-hmm. yes, because I feel like that's why I move at Kuvy, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like I know he has my back, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like
1: mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. He's actually, I'm not gonna lie, like I've had, I've had one awkward experience, no, like two awkward experiences. Oh, three. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I'm like, no. Uh, male artists are like producers solic- soliciting sex, like on the low. Yeah, they,
0: uh, yeah. And they don't know how to interact with women that they know they won't have sex with. Yeah. No, like there's this no, one no, no, artist. No. Oh, I don't want to be putting out people's names. So I really don't care because I really would. But it's only right, like the let's first season. Kosher. Let's be kosher. <laughs> but... I've had this interaction with this man where it's like we've interacted and it's chill and then in person he doesn't know how to act because I think he's like I'm not all over it I'm just like yeah hey what's up like and I, he doesn't I don't it's re- It's so uncomfortable because I feel like he knows he will never have sex with me mm-hmm. you know because he's done his passes and I've either ignored him or I've like deleted things like I'll be like no do that And I've realized, first I was like, why is he so weird towards me? And like, am I being weird? Like, I feel like I'm just being a regular, regular person. Um, And then I
1: was like, oh. Yeah, I think, like, being able to very passively escape those situations. Like, I think the first time that happened, no, the first time it happened to me was actually here in Ghana. And it was just like, this producer that I was working with. And like, he really, and I went to high school with him, right? And he really wanted to sign Like, it was not a joke. Like, he was ready to go, right? And to be fair, like, I thought he was cute too, right? Yeah, he was cute. And I was, I, I always, in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have sex with him at some point, but it has to be on my terms and I have yeah. to agree with it. Like, I don't want to be rushed and pushed, right? So whatever, like, we're working together, working together, he's nice at first, and then eventually he starts to, like, make those hints, whatever, right? So I was like, well, I was going to do it anyway, so we might as well do it. So we did it. Okay, cool. Now, like, this dude is literally, like, texting me every day, Ugh. wanting to talk to me, wanting no. to come over for no, sex. sir. And I'm like, I really, I just wanted that one experience with you. Like, anything after They don't that, know what to do about that. No. Oh. Yo- oh. oh, my God. Wait, you,
0: you hey, just yo. want to, what?
1: You do don't not want me to do not make do not make a do not make an African man feel used for his penis because that honestly that will make them so angry at you. Oh my god, they don't they, know what to do. Because they they're so like, I anger. do
0: this. I, yeah. This
1: is No no I Yo, do this. This, this is guy, what I do. Why so are you doing this to till me? So today this man is like upset at me. Wow. Like this man is still upset at me. Like he recently saw my cousin and he, he went on like an hour tirade about how he believes I have daddy issues. And how, can you imagine? And how like, I need to learn how to work with men because you know, most men in the industry are like him and nobody's gonna give you anything if you're not trying to fuck. And he was like, outside of that, I actually have feelings for her and I was trying to talk to her and she'll text me. No, and I'll text her, she won't text me back for hours. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm busy. And also because your conversation sucks. (laughs) Like, I don't owe you shit. Like it was, you were really just like, you can a, a one time two time penis like it's cool i'm good now and you know what the most annoying part was this is the most annoying part this whole nigga like did not want to use condoms
0: nigga you're no. wild no, do you think bro. wild bro. every time ta- like bro, any situation out. that i've been in where a nigga asked me, like be on some shit like that i'm like nigga do I look like I want to have your children accidentally? Thank
1: you. No. I was like... Relax. If, be, what? I was like, if there's any... Yo, I low-key believe he wanted to, like, get me pregnant. Yo, these niggas really
0: want to be getting bitches pregnant because I just be, like, looking at them like, do I look like I accidentally, even accidentally, want to get pregnant by you? Bro, him? there's not one man that I have been in in the past that I want to accidentally get pregnant by. No. Like, I don't care if that hurts your feet. I do not want to accidentally... No, no. I don't want to have to make I'm a like,
1: decision. Just, like, looking at him, I'm like, like you make sense for now in this moment but I don't really see like, you don't I don't think you have a future like and so therefore like even no even if I was gonna get pregnant like it wouldn't be by you cause I don't really see much happening like yeah. like you know I don't see you being a great dad I no. don't see you being able to provide yes. like I'm just gonna be stuck here alone, like with kids that I, I will probably low key hate because I hate you. Resentment. You know? Yeah, how dare honestly. You. So that that's was how that. I be looking
0: at girls like, y'all gotta be.
1: These things have. <sighs> yeah, man. So that was, that was like my first one. And then the second one was in Atlanta, this um, piano player slash keyboardist, like, really just made a very overtly sexual pass. Like, he was like, yeah, um, you know, like, I wanna fuck you. And I was like, Okay. And bear in mind at the time I'm like 21. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, like, I feel like. And he was supposed to go out to Miami to work, and he had invited me to come out to Miami with him. And he's like, yeah, you know, I feel like, once you get into Miami, get these drugs in your system, we fuck a couple what? times. Like, I'd really like to see what you come up with. And I was like, boop. What? And that was the end of that. Like, honestly, honestly. So it's like, wow. I don't wow. No, they, they actively solicit. solicit. The, like, it's very, I, the engineer that I work with is, I work with him because he makes me feel safe. Yeah. Like, that is my number one priority. Like, yeah. you know, he's never made an inappropriate pass. Like, he opens doors. I've worked with him for years, for five years. And it's always, like, kosher. Yeah. And, you know, like, Kubi is also, like, really great with that as yeah. well. Like, Kubi. I think women really like working with him because he just makes you and your space feel respected. And like, it's always more so about like your talent than like, can I gain any sexual opportunity from that? You know, and I think he's very in tune. Yes, he is. Like women. He really, I feel, no, no, I feel you. I remember I was the first, this was like maybe four years ago, five years ago. Oh my God. And like I was we were doing a night session and it was a bunch of guys and I was just so emotional and like really losing my confidence. Yeah. And Kubby had to pull me aside and I remember he was like, um, he was like is the lady in the red dress in town. And I was like, How do you mean? And he was like, you know, like your period. And I was like, Wow, um, yeah, but at the, and he was like, Yeah, because I sense a change in like your emotions and you're not typically as confident and you know like there were no women around, so the fact that a man was sort of able to recognize it and just pull me aside and, and get, not be, be like, on some fuck shit, yeah, either. and not be on some like weirdo, you on your shit. period, yeah, and <laughs> say it in front of no, yeah. and say, you know, like dudes can be so, like they can be dismissive and be like, oh man, I bet you on her okay. period, like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? and yeah. he was like really sweet and just pulled me aside. and He's like, hey, like just take a break, do you when you're ready? It's a koufi, yeah, you know, it's like when you're ready to get into your zone so we can work. Like come through, yeah. And it takes, I think, a very intuitive man in the midst yes. of men and, like, a single woman, especially a young woman, yeah. to, like, just kind of, you know, do that. Like, yeah. men can be so aggressive and so predatory. Like, I'm just tired so of predatory So predatory. Men. I'm, like, girl,
0: I'm me too.
1: I'm exhausted.
0: Me too, because it's, it's, ugh. Because, and they try, like some of these guys will try to sway it in this like I'm so connected to the mother earth and like I feel your hold energy hold up niggas. and, and I'll be like nigga if you don't get your nasty ass long fingernails yo <laughs> yeah, but like it's just like like don't waste my time and I think sometimes people will be like you're unapproachable I'm like no I'm unapproachable to the people that I don't want to approach me
1: mm, 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 mm.
0: like mm. I want you not to approach me like I'm sorry because most of the time, if I know that this person, it's not like some arrogancy or anything. It's just through my experiences of being my whole ass self mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in front of men and mm-hmm. seeing how they move. Mm-hmm. From older
1: men to, men, like, just everything. No, men are, men are intimidated. Men yeah. are intimidated and, and irritated by, like, women that are just choose themselves. Yeah. Yeah, like, honestly. You know, it's the craziest thing. Like, it's really the craziest thing. They feel like you have no right to want to occupy space. Yeah. Unless they permit you to. Yes.
0: It's like, yeah. And it's like, also, I feel like they are intimidated by multifaceted women. Like, women that, like, this, you know, Megan, um, what is it, Megan Stallion? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, how she can literally be like, like, I will leave. Like, oh, there's a lyric. I don't know the exact lyric, but she's talking about... Going to parties, and the dude that's there is not her nigga, and she won't approach him like he's her nigga. But she they will be together, like well, she's like, oh, and like up. just whatever, and say that. But then like be twerking and like then also say some smart ass shit. Like they don't know what to do with multifaceted women, and they're like, well, you can't. You either have to do this or you have to <laughs> do that. I had a guy tell me after being in the studio, two, like two or three times, and like. I when I got in the studio, I told them the project I'm doing because I'm taking photos. So it's like, don't worry about me. (laughs) I'm actually here for you. Like I'm observing you, right? And he knew QB told them every like he knew. And so then um I always show them the photos like a couple after I'm editing. So I've been coming back and I was like, oh yeah, I hear the show. He's like, oh wow. Wow, you're actually a photographer. Like, I thought you were just fucking, like literally. And I was like, wait, what? But I told you that's what I do. Like I said, that's what I, you literally, I don't understand why automatically you thought I was, but everyone told you what I was doing. Why did, and he just said it so casually. He's like, yeah, but you know, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like what? Yeah. I was like, okay, but that's now, and uh, it's difficult. It's interesting because I think people, men, when you tell them this, they're like, yeah, but it's not. And then I'm like, no, that's like, that's annoying. I don't have time for that.
1: They don't get it. Like, I'm here for
0: some, I'm doing this for something. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is, it's -hmm. not like I'm, I'm making the choice to be here for a reason. And it's not you. You know what I mean? I
1: mean, I just think that it's the, it's not, it's not women being, which I find that so interesting because, you know, in like ancient African history, women have always been the financial planners, the thinkers and like matriarchs and men have just been like protectors, you know, they're built for strength and they're meant to protect. Women have always been multifaceted, like even if you think about how girls are developed in contrast to boys, let's say here, yeah, as a girl, you're taught to cook. You're taught to use your intuition. You're taught to think yeah. for yourself and for your siblings. Um, you're taught to, like, so many things. You're taught to wash. Yeah, Like, your Everything. skills are so far developed mm-hmm. from men who are taught to expect. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I find it interesting that, like, women were, are taught to be multifaceted, but I think that in context of the society that we live in, we are only our multi our multifacetedness if that's a word is only important when it serves men yeah yes yeah. like yeah if you can like iron the shirt and mm-hmm. you can make the coffee you know or the breakfast before church before what like before work and or, like fuck, all at the you, same know, time. you know yeah and if you if you're doing the if you're fucking if you're taking care of the kids you're doing laundry, and you're at home obeying like his every is every order. That's when it's like, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I but mean. But if you do that and you do it for yourself, though, it's like no.
0: Like it's like once you say like I enjoy doing those types of things and being multifaceted and doing those things, and even doing it for my man or my partner or whoever I'm with, they're like no. I want you to do it because I'm I, saying
1: yeah, do it, yeah. do it.
0: Not because you say <laughs>
1: they're like okay, whatever.
0: It's hard. Niggas are trash.
1: No, men, men, men. I mean, there's
0: be, yeah, there's.
1: To be very fair, like in my industry, I've had fairly kosher experiences with men. But I think that, like, my energy is like quite. It's like it's dominating a little bit. So I'm not like I'm not easily intimidated by yeah. men. And I think where I have had an advantage is that. Like I know about my mixing, I know about production. Yeah. Like you're not about to tell me which I'm going to tell you what I want, and we're going to either do it together, or you're just gonna do what I want. And for them, it's always a surprise when women come in and can actually talk to them about more than just, oh, I want to write this song and sing this song. Which yeah. I mean that's no disrespect to anybody who just does that. And I feel like even that in and of itself needs to be respected. Yeah. But they have a whole different level of respect for you when you can speak their language, you know what I mean? And when you can do the things that they can do. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh man, she's she's like she's about it. Like she's about yeah. her business. But I feel like women just need to be respected. Period. Like, you know what's crazy? Like men don't think about women to the point where like it even shows and like when they build studios, they never build like bathrooms for women. Like or they never build like kosher bathrooms. Yeah. They're like oh, yeah. Yeah, because they think about oh, it's mostly gonna be niggas coming through here. So like they need to be like that. So the toilets are always trash. I always catch infections from like studio bathroom. is that weird to say like but it's big fat so, so disgusting I'm nah. building my first studio and like you know what the thing i've been most adamant about is the bathroom like making sure the bathroom is really nice yes. and pretty for i can female. put some hana hana in the bathroom yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> no plug i was like you know my mom was saying like oh they can just use the back um where where the um the boys quarters so and i was like no mom I really want to have a bathroom that is here, that is nicely done, smells good, for, like, women that come. Because yeah. that is seriously something that I suffer yeah, with. Yeah, that like, is so yo, true. I peed in ditches. Oh, I my God. In, I peed in holes. Like, bro, I peed in the back of fucking hoods and ghettos. Like, you have no fucking... I peed in darkness. Hey! <laughs> hmm. 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 So I feel like you
0: should just freestyle at all the things you've peed. Bro, in. No, no.
1: On some real, what like, has she I peed? peed in? Tell them. In, she I peed is. in some of the most fucked up conditions, and I'm like, the only person studio wow. that I've been to is, I think, Manifest Studio. Okay. They have a really nice. He bathroom. seems like
0: he cleans himself.
1: Yeah, they have a really nice like, bathroom, wow. and I'm like, wow, the, yo, this thing is such a tiny detail, but they don't understand it's the most thoughtful for because like for so, the females
0: all the men out there that are you know building studios this is so true though that is really true because I feel like I've been in a lot of studios just observing um, even from like my brother mm-hmm. like doing, and the bathrooms are always disgusting yeah. always oh always. my god y'all really us. don't think about us no. until it comes into songwriting and yeah. you just singing out your games that you play mm. wow that's
1: that's they never really think about that. Oh, so my God. And it's always bothered me. I'm like, bro, this is something that should be thought about, like should be thought out. And men don't really think about that. You know? Oh, my gosh. I, no. I've peed in some really unsavory conditions. It's not <laughs> a joke. <laughs> like,
0: I really need you joke. to put a freestyle out about um, all the I places ne- you've peed I, Maybe
1: in. I need to do that. Yeah, maybe because I think
0: people to need, need yeah. to understand that it is not okay.
1: It's not. And I like. All the time, like every interview, I have an opportunity. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas need be cleaning y'all need up. Y'all to fix up with the bathrooms. Like the my studio that I'm like working on, I think I'm thinking strictly about like being able to create a space for especially, like, young girls. Yeah. Like, when I was, like, 17, 18. To yeah. Just come and use the facility. Yes. And to be comfortable and to just create without the pressures of, like, men. Yeah. Being there and being annoying. One. And two, also having so clean annoyed. bathrooms. So
0: annoying. You know what and I bathroom. mean?
1: Bathroom. Literally, like, because it's, like, you're in, like, yeah, you should
0: have, like, face masks in there. Because I feel like you want to be relaxed.
1: Right, right. No, you know absolutely. what I mean?
0: And, like, yeah, because the studio should be a vibe. Like, that's the thing. I feel like I just observed a lot of things because that's what I'm doing, Right. Like, Like, I'm supposed to be documenting and, like, just observing. So I just—it's not even that it's coming towards me, maybe, some of the things that happen. Because, like you said, generally, I feel like I've had really good interactions. It's just the moments of things where I'm like, wow, why do you feel like you can assert this invasion of your space just because of who, like— just because, like, even if I'm, and the thing is, like, I understand that we all learn about space differently and how, whatever. But my issue is always when
1: I tell you this is the space that I would like to have, and you don't care. No, i Now, hold on. Now think about like think about the fact that you're you, you have your own place. If you need to get around, you can pay for your transport. You're well traveled, right? Now think about the average girl or woman working in those spaces that doesn't have the resources and yeah. the intel and the knowledge that you have and think about how often they get viral
0: I know. That's what, exactly that's why I'm like and I see it all yes. the time, and, and how... that's the thing. Like I just see it, like yeah. from cons, everything. Yeah. Like, cause I just feel like I'm gonna be like in the in the little cuts, yeah. you know. And I'm just a watcher. So, and I'm just like, and I just see it, and of like, just like how people move, like even if it's like passing the blunt yeah. to somebody, and I'd be like, y'all niggas see me, okay? Why are you acting like you know who even wrote it? Like, what do you do? Like, you know what I mean? Just like different things of like, you do not see me, or even if I ask to be seen, you only see me in a certain way. Until it's just that way, like it is. You know what I mean? And. It's yeah. It's mm, it's crazy.
1: Okay. Do I ask the third question now? Yes, think I think you asked question? the third question. Um. Uh, top three favorite songs of all time. Oh my god. Okay. And why? <gasps> okay. Of all time. Yeah, of all time. Top three favorite songs. Can I just of say
0: like all of all time right now?
1: <laughs> nah, like of all time, like in your time. in your okay. life. Okay.
0: Um one of my one of the top three that I feel like when it plays, I'm like, it's such it's
1: so annoying that I feel this way.
0: Is the fabulous Antomia.
1: Oh, so into you? Yes. That's because surprising. I like listen to it and you
0: know I listen to it I really mm-hmm. do. And like Sometimes you'll listen, um, even what's it? What's it called? Um, Aj? Is it Aja? Aj
1: Butter? Whatever. Aj Butter. Yeah.
0: Aj Butter. Sorry, I say same one. And um, Baj had that song, "Tumba" Tung, um, or something like that. And it's like a really sweet, like mm-hmm. little melody. Ah, yeah, but, no. Um, and yeah. one of the things though, he says like, make like. I want you to be happy only if you're making me happy. Or, like, you don't have to do something. If, but, uh, and it's, like, those small things of, like, massage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in love songs always get me because I'm, like, oh, I love this, but then I can't mm-hmm. sing it long. Um, but I still love that song. But, like, I'm using that as a thing because in this song, I'm so into you. He, I feel like they don't... There's her part is just so sweet. And then, like... His part, like it's just like so sweet mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, I don't ever want to ruin a song with any man, like I will not mm-hmm. play that song with any guy, what? unless I'm not to say, yeah. What? Because it's like a sweet, I don't want them to know, I think it's, like, I don't know, like I won't like enjoy that song with a guy, because mm-hmm. I feel like I always connect people with music mm-hmm. and moments and those types mm-hmm. of things, so I feel like that song is just such, this like sweet little spot for me where I'm like, wow. I would love to be like into someone mm-hmm. to the point that I would like those types of words I would actually, mm-hmm. if they said it, it wouldn't be corny. Mm-hmm. So I don't want some like corny niggas singing that shit. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's
1: you fair. know what I mean? That's I just love that song. Um,
0: the I love that song too, actually. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I... Oh my God. This is so hard.
1: Second. You have two more. I know. Okay, um, hmm. okay,
0: there's, <laughs> there's this, um, it's, I don't even know, man, this is so difficult. There's this Dusty's Child song, mm-hmm. um, it's like the one when they're in, like, it's like the, oh my god, what's, wow, this is so bad, I do, oh, Jesus Christ, hold on, let me stop this. hello okay perfect so we have one question left for the best mm-hmm. um yours is the go it's your last one
1: <laughs> yeah you're you're answering yes, it you. no wait you didn't do your top three yet
0: I oh shit okay i was trying to get out of it
1: okay just do one more so okay top two yo i honestly
0: love party by beyonce like it's just oh, so, so, far, so like nice. it's just and the, Every rendition that she does is Holy just fire. so yeah, it, yeah. And then I would have to say, the hmm, things I don't know a lot of song names, but I just like when it comes on, I'm like, wow. Um, there's this one fella, I. I don't know the name, but the beat, every time it comes on, it makes me just want to move my body in a different way. And I don't know what song it is, but I just continuously hear it randomly in my life, and I don't know the title. And I found it, and it's like on a place of mine, but I don't know the name.
1: Okay.
0: But it's like, yeah, there's a video of me dancing to it, and I literally love it. And it's probably like some popular song, but every time it plays, it makes me have this feeling in my body that's just like, Side, I like so much music I can't this is so difficult
1: okay I mean you gave us three you gave us yeah. three okay. okay so over to your question now. okay
0: um hmm what speak into like can you speak into what you see happening in this year
1: for you um uh I think uh well have, um, uh, two singles coming out, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, yeah. And then I'm just going to be doing a lot of performances, especially in the UK. Um, probably come back here, do a couple, probably go to Lagos do a couple as well. And, um, working on my next project, which has been challenging. Yeah. uh, Is it like, how's it, sorry, double question. How's it challenging? Like, is it like
0: mind stuff or is it like, what? challenging inspo.
1: no not ins- i have a ton of inspo i yeah. think what's challenging is getting the idea that i have in my head into sound yeah yeah and you know like as an artist like you work with produ- other producers too so they have to be on the same like page yeah theme. and i think that is really it's really taking a lot of time mm-hmm. which i mean i have the patience for but i just wish you know it, it would be a bit faster yeah but outside of that i think that it's because i'm very dedicated to creating whatever comes from me next has to be you know impactful yeah and it also has to represent i think or be a be an accurate um representation of the things that made me feel when i was young it made me love music it made me want to get into music i think that's what i'm really trying to communicate with my next project yeah this was the shit that I loved when I was young and this is you know how it's influenced me this time around yeah know? yeah.
0: I love that yeah, yeah, yeah. that can't that is that is a difficult especially with I feel like you have to trust your producer mm-hmm. and that's what I've been really like I think producers are so impactful cause they literally set this foundation of the song and like it's they set the vibe they literally create the vibe yeah right and then they inspire you to create a certain level of a vibe and so like I can only imagine as an artist if you really know yourself and it seems like you know yourself not just as an artist but in general like you have to find a producer that gets it because you're like no that's not the sound that's not the sound and I love it's been um, what's her name wavy I've seen her interact with Kuvi and I love when she's like no like Kuvi will have something and then she'll have something and she's like no it's not it and then when they get, she's like yes and instead of just being like yeah okay that's cool let me like do it She's and I've seen like it's just so great to see artists have command and control working with the producer and then the producer being like yes like yes. let's like let's bend it or try this or whatever so that's a, definitely a relationship I mean. that, that can be a struggle
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and I think that I think for me, it's also just always wanting things done on a higher level than I did before. Yeah. Like, like that's my thing. Like, you know, I, I, I can listen to, like, a Michael Jackson record. Or I can listen to, like, you mm-hmm. know, just for, like, last... No, his future-sex love Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I listen to, you know, what the Neptunes or what Timbaland did. Yeah, And I'm like, bro, I, those things, like, they moved me. Like, they made me feel a certain way. Yeah. I just want to be able to achieve that. But... I think you have to work with people on a very high level yes. to get there, and yeah. that's my challenge. Is that's what I want, and I don't want to stop. Right? I won't even put out. I don't even want to put out a project until I feel like this is accurately representing everything I see and I hear. Yeah, you know, and it's challenging. It's challenging.
0: That is. Oh my God. Oh, being an artist would be so difficult. I feel like I would be not the best musician the
1: art why why do you say that
0: because it's like i mean i'm learning to be i'm decisive but i'm indecisive sometimes. (laughs) as i'm saying i'm decisive i'm like kind of decisive um and i feel like you really have to there's this i don't know it's like it's very personal i mean i guess i speak my personal things in a different way but i feel like as an artist like if i were to like put something out like it has to be it's so, it's very personal, I feel mm-hmm. like, if you're really in tuned, mm-hmm. you're sharing a part of yourself. Like, okay. even when I do these, I'm like, God, I don't even really want to share that, but, like, mm-hmm. I'm having this conversation, so it's, like, it's personal. Mm-hmm. So I think with art, it's, like, your art, and then people just, like, be like, no, I don't fuck with your sound, or, like, no, that's stupid. These <laughs> some of the shit Everybody people would be putting that. out. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then, like so that, he's, like, you, you it. put it out, and it's, like, anyone can say, I mean, yeah, I guess that's any creative, but, like, with music, it's, like, I think it's a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. the most challenging thing about music is that you now are an artist Mm -mm. yeah and you have to create right but then you also have to be viable as a product yes
0: your brand
1: yeah that is when artists start to struggle yes a lot of artists i see that if you don't find your happy medium between what is commercially viable but what is still you and doesn't and you don't you know you don't sacrifice a part of yourself yes, for it yeah like it's really tough because you have like to doing things that are not you know that are not you yeah and that's the, the thing about there's a difference between being an artist and then being an artist in the music business yes because it's a business so yes People need to be able to buy your records yes. come to your shows and then you, you have, need to like, make a living Yeah, and then you have like A&Rs and management. Mm -hmm. Everybody telling you what direction they think you should go in or trying to push you into trends. And honestly, I think like artists just need to be left alone to discover who they are and what their purpose is and what kind of story they want to tell. Because everyone has had a different experience that they're trying to communicate. And you want to communicate it because it's something that's on your heart that you feel like you need to share with the world. And I think that I'm not necessarily satisfied with where music is at right now. You know, like, not really, no. Um, It's just, like, a bunch of the same thing being copied and recopied and happening and happening again. Like, I was just telling Ellie. Like, the playlists that I used to listen to, I don't even listen to them anymore. Because they're not being curated as well as they were two three years ago you know what i mean now it's just oh who's the hot next thing who's pitching this person to me let me put them here because they're on this label or i know this person and it's not it's no longer a curation of sound so you know we're not being introduced properly to new talent yeah you know and they're not broken being broken in properly where we can connect like think about frank Ocean. And how Frank Ocean started on Tumblr with like the whole Nostalgia Ultra thing. Yo, no, actually, that was, was a, the mix. Oh. Yo, the forget. No, it was the Lonnie Bro tapes first, and then he moved. What, wait,
0: what, was that was that the one with the truck in the front? No, that was Nostalgia. What was what was the picture of the album? Um, you, I look at all Nostalgia his crap. Ultra is
1: the one with the BMW. Okay. In it. And like a bunch of trees. The one before that was what the Delani Bro tapes. But how did that look like? Do you remember? It was just like an empty do you remember because I know you like Delani Bro tapes. It was just like an empty let me let me Google it. Okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Yeah, but Frank
0: yeah. You know how
1: like he built his story and you got to be a part of it and immerse in it and follow it? Like T dimensional. In Yo,
0: the way he put out his art. That, that's a true artist. It's really about, like, hitting the five senses. Yo, exactly. And it's marketable. When you hit the five senses properly, like, it is always marketable. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, in your work, in your visual work. Wow. Oh,
1: well, Frank. Yeah, this is the one who tape. T-
0: yes, I remember that cover. I don't remember the songs from there, but I do remember that yeah, cover. It was
1: a bunch of, like, his old shit that he had old Let demos need to he had recorded.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go back and listen to it.
1: Yeah, but... You know, I think that's really important, like, just being able to just be you and share what you have to share, what you want to share with the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel it. I feel like we like, I think we did our questions yeah yeah we, we did we, them yeah. so it's our last part of the show mm-hmm. I know for all of you I might have to split this episode into two that's fair that's
1: fine that's I think fine. it's fair it was quite long I, it was a quite was, long one I was telling her when we were coming over I was like yeah when I've been in, I get into chat? I know it's to just gonna it. keep going <laughs> so this might be a while
0: <laughs> but I you know what I think it's just for me like I think it's so important for people to hear one black woman speak in comfort and in spaces where they can be themselves. Because, one, every conversation is a learning experience and I think I've learned the most from black women in the conversations I've had and seeing how, like, it just inspires me. It truly inspires me because I'm like, oh wow, like, you're being so open. Like, you are being your whole self right now. Like, every time that happens, I think when a black woman is authentic, just like being them, like, it makes the world better, in general. Even though people don't appreciate this, because they some But whatever. Um, Shouts and shout-outs. Is there anyone you wanna shout at? Anyone, anything that's been getting on your nerves, or anyone you wanna give those shout out to? I
1: think, like first and foremost, you know, shout-out to God. Shout-out yeah. to God. Yeah, man, I'm alive. Today. Yo. And I think that's, like honestly, the most important. The people I love are alive. and yes. Yeah, so shout-out to God. Um, yeah man and shout out to my little brother he's graduating oh so wait from like college <gasps> yeah. where where is he philadelphia oh my god what school wait what's um, la salle university
0: is it like a private small so liberal arts school i don't know you're like i don't know bro he's is just it? graduating shout out to him
1: yeah like <laughs> shout yeah. shout out to your little brother yeah. Shout out to, to brothers. Him. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to good brothers. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I want to give
0: a shout out to my brother. Yeah. He's yeah. a good brother. Yeah.
1: Shout out to good brothers. Yeah. Good supportive yes. brothers. Good supportive. And they try, brothers. and they're yes. like real.
0: They're like great. They're, like, they're like, okay, I see how you move. I, I'm trying to do my best. Yeah. I feel like my brother tries, and he's like, okay. I don't think I. I don't know how to do this, so you have to help me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you know? yeah. It's yeah.
0: Re- yeah. I really do enjoy. It. Are you? Is it just you and your brother? Yes, yeah, me too. But my brother is older.
1: Oh, he's young. My brother's younger.
0: Yeah. How yeah. many years? Two. So
1: like okay. A, we a were literally
0: we're two years too. Nice. But above
1: right. Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're younger,
0: younger sister. Oh my god, this is cute. I've never thought of how I would be as an older sister, but like, I feel like I'd be a good older
1: yeah. sister. yeah older sisters. I am happy that I was an older sister to a boy and not a yeah. girl. Because, like, okay. I have, like, very tomboy tendencies. So mm-hmm. I got to just, like, be a badass. My brother is actually very soft. Okay. very, like, sweet and super calm. And, like, you know, like, I'm the total opposite. I was, like, the rebel. Yeah. I was the, oh, my God, I got in so much trouble as a kid. And he used to, like, save his money. Oh. And you know, like, never get into trouble. He was part of the gifted and talented program yes. in school. Yes. shout out to younger siblings that was like me uh, yeah that was that was that was (laughs) you always used to give me money like I remember one time I wanted a pair of jeans from PacSun. He had <laughs> saved up he had saved up money, and he gave me all his money to oh buy my the jeans. Yeah, they were pair $60. Did you pay him jeans. back? No, I didn't. He didn't. Of course, you did. Older was, siblings you know, do that you know, shit all the time. No, he gave it. He was like, I, told, I was talking about how I wanted the jeans, and he was like, oh, I have money saved up. I'll buy them for you. And he bought them for me, you know? You better buy
0: him some jeans.
1: I mean, I've bought a lot. I've given him money a lot. Okay, very
0: good. I You're like, girl. You know, he
1: came, he, when he came to see me in college in Atlanta, like... <laughs> Yeah. I stocked the fridge up Yeah. Nice I know. Wow, you're a good owner yeah, sister. No, my brother is like my best friend. Like we have yeah. the most fun together. Like we do everything together. Uh, everything together. Like, wow.
0: Like, wow, you're making yeah. me miss my brother. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen him in. I haven't not seen my brother in such a long time. Yeah. I'm so excited to go yeah, back. You're come that yeah, I'm trying to get him to come with me why when you, I come why in does August. He come?
1: Especially as an artist. Okay, Especially he does like, want
0: to come. I think it's financial. I think it's like this thing of like. Okay, I wonder if you got this when you're coming back from the States of Ghana. You want to come, you want to do it, but you just have to take, you just have to like,
1: you you
0: just have to do it. You know what I mean? And no one else can do that for you. Like, I know my brother wants to come. I know every time he sees me, he wants to be in this space, be there, and all that. But I also think it's just one of those things, sometimes you're like, I'm missing out on this. Not missing out, but like on development as an artist too. But I think sometimes we just have to take that break. And when you come to Ghana, it's like a different level of inspiration. Also, I'm like, nigga, come here and work with these people. And he wants to. But I feel like it has to be in person. And I think it would, it would vibe. It would, it would, I can't wait. He just had put out his album, I see. Well, when people listen to it, it'll be out for a while. But I see. And it's so good because I've seen him grow as an artist. And I always say, oh my God, if my brother was a trash artist, I would feel so bad for him, because I would clown the mess out of him. Like, not even clown, but I just, like, would not openly support him. And I openly support him, because he's actually one of my favorite artists. You know what I mean? So, and he's just like a, I can, I like seeing growth in people, and I've seen my brother grow as, like, and be a better person. And I think, like, if he was becoming a terrible person I would see it too like I'm you know I mean like I'm very honest with my brother
1: Um,
0: and he's very honest with me and I think it's like sometimes I'm even nervous to be as honest to my brother but I'm like Mm -hmm. I have to be because I can't have a brother that's trash.
1: No, absolutely. Oh, my God. I wouldn't,
0: like, how, you know, like, if I knew my brother was out there disrespecting women or doing some fuck shit, I'm like, nigga, are you crazy? Because you're, like, I would call you out for what it is, you know what I mean? And I just see him grow and, like, be a good person, you know, Like, Mm -hmm. like, consciously, like, intentionally being a good person. And I'm like, wow, it's just more niggas
1: for good people.
0: You yeah. know. but shout out to brothers. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to brothers, I feel like they don't get wrapped sometimes.
1: No, they don't, but like having a great brother, I think, is like really important. Yeah, you know, and just they're like protective. Like, yeah, you know, my, my, my brother's everything. Like now he's bigger and taller than me, so okay. like, we'll go out and he'll be like, you know, he'll be like, Yeah, you can't
0: touch her. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness, and, he doesn't want
1: to talk to me. and I'm like, Bro, you Really? I like
0: who you- <laughs> my brother does Bro. that to me.
1: He bagged Wow. The day I respected my brother uh-huh. was I got I just got my new car, right? Uh huh. And we we're gonna go out and hang out, right? And I was driving, and the cops stopped me. And you know they were trying to like harass me, so my brother's like sit down in the car, I'll be right back. Yo, he gets out and he goes off on the cops like he just goes off like and this is like gone up with these like they can fuck with you he was like nah not today like every time they always fuck with you he blasts them like left and right yes then he like sits back and try he's like yeah let's go. and i was like hey I'm like what are you, are you about to tell me yes me? so he gets to the spot that we're going to right and this other dude is trying nah. to harass and yo my brother is dressed like fresh like he's dressing like a, a fucking like kaftan like to the floor all white this nigga actually took off his kaftan, like he's come to fight the guy because <laughs> you, you can't you can't do this to my sister. Hey, that was the day that I knew that I can't mess with my brother. Yeah. Anymore. Like he's officially a man. Wow. Like and he's I, actually gonna go to bat for like the like he will, yeah. beat you, he will fight you on some on some real shit. There's so, so many so messages. Ma- wow. That's interesting because you're like, I've always had an older
0: brother, so he's always gotten mm. for that, you know what I mean? Like mm. There's so many things that have, like, happened where my mom was like, oh, yeah. Like, even when I was in, he was in college and I was in high school, like, mm-hmm. if you heard something was happening, he'll, like, send somebody to do some dumb shit. Like, have that stuff together. But I remember there was a moment we were in, he lives in Brownsville, New York, and we was doing find some things. And the <laughs> <laughs> the dude that we was buying it from, like, down the street, um, he, like, tried to holler at me in front of my brother. And my brother's like, nigga, are you dumb? Like, it was just like, it's like, I mean, what? How did, we are writing weed for you on the porch. Do you think my little sister what? is going to want this?
1: Oh my God. And it was just
0: like some little scary Trinidadian nigga. So I was like, I don't know what's to happen. But I just remember my brother be like, relax. Like, you know, just like, was like no, like it was, a, it don't matter who you are. I don't care if you blah, 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 run, whatever. You're not going to talk to my sister in any type of way like don't even think you're worthy of and I was like thank you yeah but you know you guys we've definitely talked and had some really amazing conversations Emma thank you so much for coming um where can people find you uh, what like is there anything coming up that you want to like let people know well this might I don't know when this is going
1: to come, come out, out after I know this is going to come out after, after yes. just watch just, no, just watch just, the space yeah. Yeah.
0: watch the space ooh we and, saw ooh the videos and things yeah, 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 and I yeah, can't yeah, wait yeah, for yeah, people yeah, to see stuff coming
1: out and you, can, you can find me at Amare A-M-A-A-R-A-E on Instagram and Twitter I think I disconnected my Facebook so yeah. my, my fan page Facebook fan page is no longer in you know in service but yeah Instagram or Twitter yeah. is the best way to
0: find me and your visuals are so beautiful oh thank you thank I'm you. so I the, yes I everyone just go follow everything um this is the end of the show thank you so much for listening mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. you can find me Beanie Buama if you are ashy and you don't want to be ashy anymore you can <laughs> go check out Hana Hana Beauty um, and that's all for conversation. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that black and brown scrub. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> is a lifesaver. Is a lifesaver. Yo, I I'm will so personally happy- vouch yes. for Hannah Hanna Beauty. Thanks, love babe. it. Oh, and the, the, the shea butter with the lemongrass. I use that for my hair and my lips. Yeah. Love. Girl, love. I'm
0: going to have to bring out the lip balm that we make in the States. Oh. Yeah, because I was like, people are using the shea for the, their lips. And I was like, oh, but we have like a lip balm that is. Oh.
1: So oh. when I get back. I be, love the stuff. I yes. love it. That that black and brown scrub. Thanks. <laughs> your text cracked. Me. I was no. like I was like I can tell you really like it. No. <laughs> Everyone, no, it's me. not a joke. It's not a joke. Like I needed to get a facial done and like I used it like twice and I was I was good. I was like yes. back to normal. I was like, "Okay. Yeah. Yes. You save me 300 CDs." Girl.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, save your dollars, you guys. Use the black and brown scrub. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye, bye, bye.